It's time for The Village Speaks with the Campbells. I'm your host, Guy Campbell. And I'm Hernika McCoy Campbell. Let's talk, Village. So, as we begin this podcast, we want to talk to you all and introduce to you what the purpose of our podcast is for. It's for us to discuss the village and the different parts of the village. Who makes up the village and why is it so important to first have a village and the importance of recognizing who's in your village. And thirdly, I guess, how the village operates. What's, what's the purpose of the village? I, I think that's going to be very important for us to go back kind of like to the old days and realize just how important that village is. I think we as, as a society has gotten away from the village. Right. Um, everybody is, is about me, is about me, is about me. Um, I like the new saying is standing, standing on business, but we have to look at that as the responsibility of one another. Right. And standing on the business is the responsibility of one another, of the importance of having that village for that checks and balance, having that village to help one another. I remember uh, the old folks used to say, you know, I catch two or three whoopings on the way home. And no, <laughs> we don't do that no more. But what's wrong with having two or three conversations on the way home when we know we ain't messed up? Exactly. Accountability. The accountability. The the care for one another. The pouring into one another is very important in the village. Right. And as my husband said, that going back into the days of old, it still takes a village to raise a child. And so that's why we're focusing on the village speaks, because there's a lot of things that we learned growing up even in two different environments, even in two different home structures, we still understand the importance of the village in today's society, in our own children's lives, as well as those lives of children that we come across or even just people in general that we meet on an everyday basis. As we talk about The Village Speaks with the Campbells, we're going to be talking to you all about what exactly the village is. And so, babe, I want to ask you the question, what is the village to you? Um, as an adult, my village definitely is different from when I was a child. Right. But um, I still need my village. My village is my family, um, my coworkers if I have a job, my church family, um, my, of course, of course, my immediately friends who I interact with on a regular basis. Um, and everybody village is different. My kids village is different. Right. You know, in our household, we have 
um, toddlers, six-year-olds. We have 11-year-olds, and we have two teenagers. So their village is all going to look different. Right. And I think that's one thing, you know, going back to our, to the books and the workbooks, everybody's village is going to be different. But here's the key to all of that. Everybody's village in a, overlaps one another in this house because of the different age groups. It still overlaps. Um, you know, our 17-year-old has a unique, relationship with the six year one of the six year olds. So his his village is part his sister's part of his village. Now we all part of it, mm. but his sister have a different role in his village. Right. Um and I I think that's important to recognize your village of who's in your village, you know, who's surrounding you. That's your village. Everybody should have a village. Nobody should be in this world alone. Right, right. I definitely agree with that. And so what we want to do is just kind of give you a little bit of introduction as to what we were talking about when we focus on the books and the journals of The Village Speaks. So the book that we wrote is entitled, It Still Takes a Village to Raise a Child. And in that, we talk and we focus on the different aspects of what the village is. And so the village consists of the acronym of the word child, the C, creating a loving environment. Where did you learn from the most? Where did you feel the love at the most in your lives growing up? And how you can create that same environment to the next child or the next person, or even giving that next person the idea of what a loving environment is. Then we focus on H, holding your child accountable. So when we talk about being accountable, we don't always just focus on the wrong things that they're doing, but we're focusing on pushing them in a direction of which we know that they're supposed to be going, creating that area for success. The I stands for invest in your child's interests. And I know we talk a lot about money, but when we talk about investing, we talk about their interests. What are they good at? It's, it may not just be a sports or academics. It may be something outside of the four walls of a school, even in the church and ministries. You have different gifts and different purposes in our lives to where we can invest the time that our children need for us so that they can be successful in whatever area of their lives that they need you most. Then we talked about L, leading by example. When we lead by example, not just the ones that are in our homes, but who are the people that we are mostly influenced by, whether it is a social media aspect of gurus or even if it's just something political, like a political figure. I know we focus a lot on wanting to be like Mike. I know we're telling our age at this point. But what other aspects of a leader do we see and what of those qualities can we possess and we can push in our children and even our friends and those that we call friends and even our family. And then the last part is D, dedicating yourself to your child. What 
does your child need the most from you? Whether it can be time, whether it can be resources, and how you can be an asset in your child's life. So we have the books available, and we also have the journals created for from that book where we focus on the different areas, whether it's a child, whether it's a teenager, whether it's a young adult, even adults, uh, parents who have children. And then there's one recently one of teachers and educators who can definitely benefit from being a part of the village. And let me just go ahead and tell you, if you are in a child's life now, you are part of their village. And so you want to make sure that whatever part you play, that you do your part well. And like my husband said, stand on business. Um, be, before we close out this introduction, I, I just want everybody to think about this. What kind of example am I in that village? Because you're an example in some form or fashion. It could be good or it could be bad. And as children are very, younger children are very mimicking. They mimic what they see. They are are um, soaking it all up. So when they start to grow out, they going out to what they saw. So I want us to be responsible enough to look at the situations and say, what am I, what kind of example am I to the youth the youth that is around me because they are watching whether they're your kids whether they're your nieces or nephews or you maybe just be living in a neighborhood when kids are around they hey I can remember being a child and I can tell you some people didn't want you playing in front of their house, you know, yeah, or yeah. Uh, certain people, they took joy in watching kids play in the streets, you know. So that's, you You are an example. No matter wh- how you feel about it, You, we're adults now talking about the kids but we're shaping the future by our examples exactly that's exactly right so with that being said this concludes our first episode for the village speaks with the campbells tune in to next time thank you